You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Hey guys, I'm your host, Sarah Thomas, and I'm so excited you tuned into Fit Girl Talk Radio today. Um, let me say first that I have a cold again, so if you hear me like all nasally and everything, it's just I have a toddler, what can I say? Which is actually the perfect segue into who I have on today. <laughs> I have on my cousin, Katie Corbin, um, maiden name Katie Brandmeier, Sarah Brandmeier. Um, Katie <laughs> is uh, like, I am an only child um, and Katie and I are uh, like one year apart exactly. So we grew up spending a lot of time together and um, she was kind of like my sister, but like I only saw her on the weekends, um, but it was like kind of a time in my dad's life where we spent a lot of time out with her dad, um, and it was awesome, and it was so much fun. Um, Katie was like like my older sister, and she taught me, you know, all the bad stuff, all the good stuff. <laughs> uh, we did so much weird stuff together, like we oh, God. used to do like videos and stuff. Um, you know, like before there were iPhones, we had like big cam. Let's clarify. We made commercials and dressed up in prom prom dresses. Yeah, we were <laughs> definitely we had, weirdos. We had a blast. And it was awesome. And now um, Katie and I both have kids and um, <clears throat> we don't see each other very often anymore, but we keep in touch through the wonderful social media. Um, anyway, so Katie is, like I always tell Katie when I talk to her that she's just like super mom. Um, I'm inspired by her seriously every day. And I always, I always have been, even since we were little, I've always looked up to her, but even more so now as a mom, um, Katie has two little kiddos and she works full time. She makes health and fitness a priority. And honestly, she's been doing that since before I have. Um, and she, she does all the things. I mean, um, she has a wonderful husband, a happy, healthy marriage, um, but he works too, and he's gone a lot too. Um, so I see everything that she does, um, and she does it openly and honestly, and some days are easier than others, and um, she gets it done, you know? So it's so funny right now, I'm looking at her, and she's in her car on her lunch break. I mean, like, we could <laughs> not find a time to get together. So that's who Katie is to me. But um, Katie, tell us about yourself and everything you do. Well, um, thank you for um, stroking my ego a little bit. <laughs> um, I look up to you too. And um, I love you, and you know that. Um, Sarah was in my wedding, if that tells you just how much we um, love each other and um, admire each other. So anyway, um, I am a uh, background, a nurse. I was an ICU nurse for eight years, and then I'm a nurse practitioner now, and I work in a very busy cardiology practice. And so I, my typical day is um, hospital rounds, um, clinic, 
Um, I do a lot of back office stuff and I pretty much run uh, Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 4.30. And uh, my husband works also and, uh, um, you know, we're, we're doing great. We've been together 12 years. So we've been together since we were kids, um, essentially since we were 17. And um, yeah, we're, we're just, you know, figuring out this um, marriage with, with two kids um, and, you know, working on putting ourselves first. Um, and then uh, mom to two kids, Jameson is five and Jillian is 18 months. And um, they are, as any mom would say, the light of my life, but also make me want to scream. Um, <laughs> you know, yes. um, so we're, we're navigating all that. Um, so yeah, life is busy. Life is good. Life is hard. Um, have good days and bad days and uh, everything in between days. So, um, you know, I think that motherhood is where my transformation has really started. Um, I didn't really know who I was before I was a mom. Um, I think motherhood or parenthood in general is this untouched part of your life that you you didn't even know existed until you really tap into that part of yourself um you don't know it's there and then once you open it up it's like this box and and you, it just it it i would say like the blessings abound but also the surprises abound you know you just don't know what's going to keep coming out of it so um i just didn't know what to expect um going into going into parenthood and I've grown um, so much over the last five years. I mean, I look back at when I found out I was pregnant with Jameson and I just can't believe the, the turns that I've taken um, over the last five years. So, And I love that you said that because I have never really thought about that, but you're totally right. Like up until, at least for me, before I had kids, you know, you're chasing um, some kind of image, right? Some kind of persona, like you're, whatever it is that you're trying to be at that stage in your life, right? Which was different when you were 15 from when you were 18 to when you were 21. And then you have kids and it's like, kind of all of that just like fades away, right? And then you really become yeah. you. You become a mother, but you also become yourself in like your truest yeah. form. Yeah. And I have yeah. never really thought about that. And you're totally right. Um, because like, yeah, I don't know, you don't have time to be anything else, but <laughs> like you just are <laughs> you and, uh, it's scary sometimes and you learn a lot. So yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I just like, I never, I never knew what to expect and, and you just, you know, you just keep, keep learning as you go and, and uncovering so many different surprises about yourself. So it's yes. a cool journey for sure. It is. Um, so Katie like started her fitness journey um, a number of years back and I'm going to let her talk about that. But at the time, Instagram was barely even a thing. I don't think it even was, but I remember Katie like basically one of the only people that I was um, friends with on social media that was like openly sharing her workouts and her post-workout like selfies and talking about her programs and what she was doing. Like, I was kind of like, what is this? You know, like, what is, what is she doing? And, and she didn't go to a gym. I think you were working out at home, if I remember right. Um, yeah. And it was interesting and it was motivating. Um, and it was not something that you saw, like you see now, like it, it was seriously, you were the first person I saw doing that. Um, so how did that all start for you? So um, 
circa 2012. Um, my sister, actually, who's been into fitness pretty much her whole adult life, um, got me into Shaleen Extreme with Beachbody. And that was my first, like, jumping off point then, 2012. Um, I've never been athletic. I've never been, never considered myself in shape. Um, grew up hating my body, just like had these big thighs. Um, I've, I mean, I've just never had a good relationship with my body. So um, my initial reasons for working out were not the right ones. They were to chase this aesthetic goal that doesn't exist for me. And I know that now it doesn't exist for me, but um, I was chasing something and so I did Chalene Extreme, fell in love with it. My sister got me hooked to Beachbody. I joined and became a coach, and that's why I was sharing. I mean, I, I'm, I was sharing to inspire, but I was also sharing because I was coaching uh, Beachbody at that time. Um, I did Turbo Fire, um, Body Beast, um, I, every program I could get my hands on, I did. This was before they had Beachbody on demand, so it was like DVDs. So you just like yes. ordered the program challenge pack and you know did it. And I was drinking Shakeology and I was counting macros and doing Fitness Pal, and I got in, I mean, really good shape. And that was, um, and I don't know if I did it the right way. I was just doing it myself. So this was 2012 to 2013, and. Um, I didn't have kids and I worked 12 hour shifts. So I, I was pretty like a no excuses mentality, um, which I don't have now, but um, I was pretty nose to the ground back then. And so that's kind of how my fitness journey started. Um, wow. It's evolved so much since then. Um, so, but I will say I still have like a huge girl crush on Shalene Johnson. Like I still like obsessed with her and her podcasts are like gold too. Like if you love, um, like this podcast is, I mean, I golden and I listen to, I, I, this one and then hers and I shuffle back and forth between those, um, yeah. between those two. Um, but she's, she's kind of, uh, my girl crush. So she has <laughs> two awesome. podcasts, doesn't she? She does. She does build your tribe and, um, then she does the shilling show and, and her whole thing, her whole uh, mindset has changed and evolved too. She used to be, um, all about aesthetics too. And she's really changed into the, you know, find what feels good mentality and really, you know, um, tapping into your fueling your body and being healthy rather than chasing aesthetics. So yes. I really, she's, she's so cool. Yeah. yeah love she's her. awesome. She really is awesome. And I do her programs yeah. with my at home clients too. Uh, my heart is with Sean T though. Like I love Sean. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I don't know. I just have never like insanity is just not my jam. I like, I like strength training. You know that about, I mean, I've trained yes. with you too. And I just, I'm not, I hate cardio, but um, so yeah. So then, so kind of segueing into like my, my pregnancies, like 2014, I got pregnant with Jameson, had a super healthy pregnancy. I think I worked out until I was like 39 weeks. Um, I went to 41 weeks with him and I was super healthy, like no problems. Um, I'm one of the lucky people that retains a lot of fat while I'm breastfeeding. So I got serious about losing weight when I was 15 months postpartum with him. And that's when I reached out to you and I was like, look, these programs, like I was not having a lot of luck with Beachbody at that time, but I was also in grad school and I was stressed and I just, I wasn't really putting my nose to the ground anymore about it. So I reached out to you and that's when we did that, uh, the Fit Bitch. Yes. <laughs> and oh my God. Yeah. Throwback. Yeah. And you, 
yeah, and you kicked my ass and I got back in shape and, um, and, uh, I got in really good shape. So, um, that was 2015, 2016. Um, again, that was more, that was same thing. I was chasing aesthetics. So I was strength training, cardio five, six days a week macros. And I mean, I counting every morsel going in my mouth. Um, so then 2017, I got pregnant with Jillian and then, um, same thing. I mean, I, I exercised until 38 weeks with her, um, super healthy pregnancy. And this is where things really turned right after I had her. Um, and so we can kind of, I mean, from here, this is where this segues into my postpartum journey with her and how things have drastically changed. So um, I did want yeah. to touch on before we move there. Um, you did natural childbirths, correct? Yes, I did. So I know that there are prego moms listening and all kinds of women out there listening. Um, so what, what sparked that for you and, and how did you prepare for that? Um, oh, that's a whole other podcast, Sarah. I know it really <laughs> is. Yes. <laughs> um, so I don't know what sparked it in me with Jameson. I just, I knew, I knew I wanted to try it just to see, I don't know. So I'm one of these people that like, I really like challenging myself. Like, grad school with a newborn why not like I don't know I just I'm just very like I like challenge um and so I just wanted to see if I could do it and so I went into it with him I didn't really prepare I got a midwife um I did not have a doula I did not do any hypnobirthing or anything like that with him and I had my water I had um my uh, rupture of membranes on my own at 41 weeks, no induction or anything. I had a 10 hour labor with him. Um, it was fine. I didn't feel like it was, I mean, it was empowering, but, um, I had a pushing time of three hours with him. I had a hemorrhage. Um, the word C-section was getting thrown around near the end. It was really, um, it was a tough birth. Um, but I had, but I got, I did it. I did it with him. Um, I got him out, but man, my birth with Jillian was so redeeming and so empowering and, um, amazing, amazing, amazing. And how I prepared for her was hypnobirthing. And so, um, I would tell any mom, if you want to, um, prepare for a natural labor, um, find a midwife that supports you, get a doula, um, hire a doula, um, uh, look into a childbirth course that kind of speaks to you. Um, hypnobirthing may not be for everyone, but it helped me really just with her. I got in a zone and I just like shut down and I didn't talk to anybody. I just like had my headphones in and I was just, you know, I was in the zone. Um, and I was fine and I was like vocalizing. Um, but Brandon was just like, I mean, are you good? I mean, do I need to be doing anything? I'm like, nope, I'm good. I'm fine. Um, and like my mom came in the room and like with Jameson, it was like so much drama. I was just like, ah, you know, um, I was in the tub. I was out of the tub. I was, you know, but with her, I was just like, I knew what was going on. And I was just like, mom, go sit over there on the couch. I'm getting in the tub now. Okay. I'm ready to push. And I literally, I was I was nine centimeters, my waters were bulging, and I walked from the tub to the bed, and I got on all fours, and I just, I mean, I 
I mean, I got her out. My husband delivered her. It was, and he announced it's a girl. It was a surprise. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry just talking about it. So redeeming, so beautiful. Her full labor time was eight hours. Oh um, just gorgeous, beautiful. Uh, if you want to, if you want to have a natural labor, call me up and, and I'll, and I'll talk you through it. <laughs> and I, oh I guided one of my, one of my coworkers, um, kind of through a V back and kind of got her, her, um, on board with doing it and she was successful and um, that's my second passion and I think maybe where my career might go eventually is towards women's health maybe to, maybe midwifery I don't know but um, that's kind of my second love this is what about motherhood telling you who you are I never knew that about myself but um, I love giving birth apparently and I'm really good at it <laughs> are you gonna do it again uh, no I think the baby shop is closed um, <laughs> but um but I really would love to be there for somebody giving birth if they wanted me there I would love right. to be that support person for them and like help them through it because I feel like so many women are just not educated and they don't have the tools and like why are men um ruling the roost when it comes to women's bodies I just can't understand it right. so um oh, I would yeah. love to be there for for somebody yeah that's seriously amazing. Um, while Katie was just telling that whole story, I just had like a huge coughing fit. I don't think you were even looking looking at me. I muted it, but um, <clears throat> no, I'm I'm like closing my eyes and I'm reliving my birth story. <laughs> no, yes, and I was just like, please don't stop talking. Like I was just coughing so much. Um, anyways, that's seriously amazing and so amazing. Like I, on the other hand, when I was pregnant, I was just like, all I want to do is get to the hospital in time to get my epidural. Like I don't want to feel anything. <laughs> So, hey, and that's okay. All, all moms are equal. All moms are good moms. And yes. every labor is, is beautiful in its own way. Um, yes. But for me, for me, it was just so empowering and grounding. And I'm for real, like if anybody out there wants to chat, like I would love to talk birth with anybody because it is seriously such a passion for me. I, I love it. And breastfeeding, like if breastfeeding helps, i love breastfeeding too and um I'm all about that life too <laughs> I I like yeah. had Katie like on my phone when I had my daughter because I was like had all these breastfeeding questions like I read the yeah. books I did the research whatever but I still remember texting you and you're like it's okay like you know take a shower whatever like it'll pass whatever yeah yeah, so yeah. I will tag yeah. all of Katie's um socials in the details of this podcast mm -hmm. as always um but I did want to touch on that, but now I want to talk about postpartum um, because yeah. you've been really open with your journey with that. And I think that the postpartum journey is something that's getting a lot more popular to talk about on social media. It's for a it while, has, it's kind yeah. of like a hush-hush thing. Like, I'm a mom. I had a baby. I'm fine. It's fine. But now right. it's like people are like, hey, like it's not okay. I'm not okay. And, and my body's going through a lot of stuff and this is what's happening. So, um, Talk to us kind of about your postpartum with Jillian. Yeah. So, um, and let me just say that postpartum is forever. And um, it doesn't matter if you had a baby three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago. Um, it's, an, it's an injury. Um, we need to start looking at it differently. And this is um, something that I think, like you said, it, it's, it is hush, hush, hush. Um, we all have to act like we're fine, strap back on our work flats or our work heels and head back to the office at six 
eight, 12 weeks postpartum and act like nothing happened. And, you know, our boobs are leaking and we're bleeding and we're torn and we have scar tissue and we, and, and nobody's talking about it. And I'm just, and this is why I started speaking out. And this is why I made videos on social media. And I know like, it was hard for me to, to share this stuff because it's personal. Like you don't want to get on there and talk about your constipation. It's not sexy. Postpartum is not sexy. It's not sexy. It's not sexy, but it's real. And it's, and if I can help somebody and somebody can say, Oh my God, I'm not alone. Like I'm not the only one going through this. That's what I wanted to happen. So, so yeah. So with Jillian, like I felt fantastic after I had her. Um, Like I said, I had a fantastic delivery. I barely tore. Um, I, I was taking walks right away. Three, I have a picture of me on a walk three days postpartum, I think. Um, with her in her little sling felt great. I was picking up the playroom. I was doing dishes, no problem. Um, by three weeks, I started having insane vaginal heaviness and I was like, Hmm, this is different. I didn't have this with Jameson. Something must be up. And I'm a nurse. So I did what any nurse would do. And I propped my leg up on the counter and I took a look with a mirror and I saw my bladder hanging down out almost out of my vagina oh my god and and I I freaked out and I called my mom and my mom was like well don't freak out you just had a baby you know maybe it'll be fine and I was like okay I don't think so but whatever so then um waited my checkup was in three weeks and I'm friends with my midwife so I texted her and she said, well, just keep your appointment with me. Um, you know, take it easy. Please stop going on walks. And I was like, well, you know how I am. And she's like, no, just stop taking walks right now. <laughs> so um, I went to my appointment and sure enough, she was like, well, I think you do have a little bit of a prolapse. Um, and, and I'll go over the anatomy here in a second. But um, she said, you know, I can refer you to a PT. And, you know, I don't know what it is about women. But I was like, no, no, it's okay. I'll be fine. And I got in the car and my husband and I were like driving home. And I said, why did I do that? I'm going to take that referral. I called her back and I said, on second thought, I will take that referral. Um, So I went to my first eval um, with Peggy, my BFF for the next six months. a women's health uh, PT specialist, and um, I was shocked. I had a um, grade two uh, cystocele, which is a um, bladder prolapse, and I had a grade two rectocele, which is a rectal prolapse. So basically, the uh, muscles that hold your bladder up and that hold your rectum in place were so weak, they were both falling into my vaginal canal. And the symptoms that this were, and they, so they were basically laying on each other. And I know nobody can see me, but if you put your fists together and you just like line your knuckles up, they were, my bladder and my, and my rectum essentially were just laying on top of each other. So I had a, a lot of pressure. Um, so I had pressure. I kept getting urinary infections. I had a ton of bladder pain. Um, and I was really constipated. Like I was laxative dependent at this point. Um, so already I knew my journey was going to be different, but I didn't know how different it was going to be. Like I had no idea. I thought this was just going to get better. So I started going to therapy. My first 
I don't know. And my husband, God bless his heart. Like, I'm going to cry. Okay. It's okay. Such, he's, I know he's such an amazing man. He's such a great husband. Um, he drove me to physical therapy twice a week um, while he was off work with me. Um, and he sat there with our baby while I went to physical therapy. <laughs> um, and uh, so my first few weeks were just internal basically internal release of tight muscles. Um, and so what I want to say is that if you think you have prolapse in your postpartum, do not start doing Kegels because you can make things worse. I had hypertonic um, muscles. Actually, it was, it was really tight um, bands in there. And so things couldn't even relax or anything. So um, my therapist had to had to massage those actual internal massage. Yes. And I know people are cringing and thinking like, this is so awkward, but ladies, like we have to get comfortable with our bodies. Like this is a part of your health. It's a part of your body. And long term, you, your, your vagina and your pelvic floor has to last you a lifetime. Sure. You don't does. get another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, important. um, so um, she massaged that out for a few weeks, and then I started with actual exercise, and or not exercise, excuse me, with actual therapy. And what that entailed was biofeedback. So she hooked me up to these little electrodes, and um, you know I would see on the tracing how long I could hold a Kegel, which was not long. Um, I would see how strong I could contract, which was not very strong, um, but it got better slowly but surely. It got better. Um, lots of core work. Um, I had DR, a little bit of diastasis recti, um, which is, I still have it a little bit, but it's, it's getting better. Um, so I still can't do planks. Um, it's a lot of hip work, uh, because your hips get out of alignment with the weak pelvic floor, which also causes cervical spine to get out of alignment, which causes migraines. So I've, over time figured all this out um, because I've had all these problems postpartum. So um, that'll, I mean, to kind of segue into that real quick snippet about craniosacral therapy has kind of saved my, saved my head. Um, but it all plays together. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like postpartum is an injury. Your hips are out of alignment. Your back's out of alignment. Your neck's out of alignment. And we're supposed to just like go back to work with these like loose ligaments and these loose like relaxing is all high. And we just, you know, our posture is terrible and, and we don't get any rehab for it. And I will say my therapist told me and my midwife told me that in Europe, women and, and in France, women get an automatic referral to PT. Automatic. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say is that um, after you have a baby, your doctor, you don't even talk to your doctor for six weeks. Like they say, goodbye, no, see yeah, you later, no. good luck. Um, yeah. And they don't give you any, any signs or symptoms to look out for any, um, no. you know, they tell it's you, the, all, baby, but that's it. Yeah. All clear. You're good. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's a TED talk. Um, if anybody is suffering with this or interested, um, go follow the vagina whisperer. She's awesome. She's a, she's a pelvic floor physical therapist and she has a Ted talk on this and it is so interesting. Um, but yeah, we get the all, nobody, you know, you have your baby and it's like treat and street. Like nobody checks in on you. Um, and I just think we need to rethink the post 
the postpartum care in this country needs an overhaul for sure. Yes. Um, you know, in other countries, like I think France would be the model because they, the midwife comes to the home, they do a breastfeeding check-in, um, a pelvic floor check-in, the postpartum check-in for depression and things like this. I mean, how many of us day three, we haven't slept, our nipples are bleeding, we're bleeding. Yes. Um, you can't, we can't get our baby to, you can't sit down. You can't get your baby to latch again. And they were latching fine in the hospital because listen, I breastfed two kids now well into toddlerhood. My babies didn't latch day three or four either. Right. Like they just don't, they're just, they're, they're confused. I don't know what the hell happens to them on day three or four. Right. How nice would it have been for a lovely lady to come into you and say, you're doing great. I'm going to check things over and, and let's, let's check you out. And just to feel that, that connection there. I mean, anyway, I digress from that, but, um, so yeah, so I, I got through therapy, um, and I actually got discharged in November. So I had Jillian in August and by November I was discharged and I started working out in November. And this is where things kind of went awry. <laughs> yes. So um, I did lift four and my physical therapist told me, do not lift anything heavy. And I was like, I will not. And I did because I'm bad. Yes. I'm a bad patient. And I just wanted to be in shape. I was frustrated. I weighed 165 pounds and I, my, my happy weight is like 145 and I was like, I just cannot do this anymore. And so I got pissed and I started working out, like legit working out. And I paid for it. Um, by Christmas Day, I was in extreme pain last year, Christmas Day last year. Um, I was in extreme pain. And I called her like the day after Christmas, I think, or the 27th. And I said, I got to come back. So I started going back to physical therapy and I went um, two times a week again and she got me on the straight and narrow again. And she said, and we did the same thing. My muscles were tight again. My bladder had fallen again. Um, my rectal stuff was pretty much better. Um, but she told me you have to listen to your body and you cannot, you can't be lifting heavy weights right now. You've got to treat this as an injury and so I took her seriously that time. And so since then, I have gotten back in shape-ish. Um, I'm not at my aesthetic goal, but I'm closer than I was, and it's taking a long time to get where I want to be, but I'm doing it the right way. Yes. So. So I just think that the main thing here is that for anybody that's pregnant, planning to be pregnant, newly postpartum, whatever, anybody that's going through anything like this is to like hear what's happening, right? And take it seriously right. because like you said, you even went through all the therapy. You had a person that you trusted and then you still went afterwards and tried to do it again, like tried to get fit again, start lifting weights. Like you don't have to have your pre-baby body six months later. I mean, like there's right. a lot of stuff going on, a lot of things healing. Um, and some of it, some of us have it easier than others. Um, some have it so much harder, even harder than what you just went through. Um, so it's like, right. Right. 
asking for help and using your resources. Like you said, you have listened to TED Talks. You have found people that you like to follow on social media that are relevant to what you're going through. Like research, find sources that you trust that are knowledgeable and educate yourself and write for yourself, really. I mean, and, and you have to go slow and you have to be careful, you know? Right, right, right. So, yeah. I learned the hard way, I would say. Um, yeah. And, and I still feel frustrated sometimes and I, and I still want to be back in that shape, but I know the reality is that I will eventually. Um, it's just going to take time and that's okay. I don't know what I was chasing. <laughs> Aesthetics, no. I think. But. It's just, like I said, it's like our culture, right? Like you're supposed to have a baby, you're supposed to go home and be fine. You're supposed to go back to work. You're supposed to look the same, fit into your clothes later. Like, yeah. It's yeah. just how we're supposed to be, right? So it just doesn't always right. go that way. So. Right. And for, yeah, it definitely did not. So, yeah. So Katie, what is your main advice to any new, new mamas or soon to be mamas out there? Um, what, what do you have to tell them? Give yourself grace. Um, you're going to be okay. Um, this is a time when you're going to find yourself and realize things about yourself that you never knew. Um, go to counseling. I go to counseling. I go to therapy um, every other week. It's, 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 um, it's saved me in so many ways. Um, you know, we're all just doing our best and trying to be everything. And I, I, I had a mental breakdown last week. I won't lie. I, put on like I like have this all figured out but I do not I mean I and when you say you look up to me so much it's so funny to me because I I don't really have it all figured out at all actually I feel like day to day I'm just struggling sometimes to get by but even on those bad days you know my kids know they're loved they've got clean clothes most of the time um (laughs) we're fed. I'm doing my best at work, but you know, just give yourself grace because, um, nobody's going to love those kids like you can. And, and you're their entire world, you know, um, and you matter, you know, your well being matters more than anything. So take care of yourself. And, you know, I journal in a journal every day and I write down five things I'm thankful for. And I also journal what I did for myself that day. What, how did I take care of myself today? And sometimes it's something small. Sometimes I literally write down, I took a hot shower. And if that is my self-care for that day, then that is my self-care for that day. But, um, you know, you have to just take care of yourself, fill your cup, um, but also give yourself grace because being a mom is no joke. And I look at my mom all the time now and I just, I'm in awe. I mean, I just, you know, you don't get it until you get it. Um, But they make it look so easy. Everybody makes it look so easy. And then you start doing it and you're like, oh my God, this is hard. (laughs) Yeah, this is not easy. But it's so wonderful, you know. Yes. And as soon as you get the hang of one phase, don't hold on too tight because it'll all change again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't touch the small stuff. Um, yes. because they all end up <laughs> eating French fries off the floor of your car anyway. <laughs> yeah, all the time. So, it's normal. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right, right, right. So, yeah. Well, Katie, thank you so much for being open and honest and telling us all of the um, not-so-sexy stuff about postpartum. And if anybody (laughs) wants to reach out to Katie, like, seriously, she is, like, always willing to talk and help. Um, Like, seriously, when I had my daughter, I, like, know that I had so many questions for Katie because I was just like, what's happening? So um, ask her anything, follow her even. She's always sharing, like, daily, just the daily joys of motherhood. (laughs) So, yes, give her a follow. Um, And, Katie, thank you so much for your time. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. And last, but certainly not least, I'd like to thank our sponsors at Anytime Fitness in High Ridge, Missouri, where they strive to make healthy happen together with helpful, friendly coaches, thousands of welcoming locations worldwide, and always 24-hour access. All right, guys, please make sure to subscribe to Fit Girl Talk Radio and give us a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great day, have a great week, and as always, Just do the best you can out there, and I promise we'll talk again soon.